1: You and Kirk are gonna have a good time. A couple of Aztecs loose in uh Houston. <laughs> Maybe a championship game looming. Maybe it's just a toast to the greatest season in San Diego State yeah. history if it goes the other way. Yep. Either way, Saturday night, you gotta you gotta go with him before you go in because you'll be in a really good Oh, you got your buddies though. You got no, your so, what well, we're friends fine. with. Yeah, the, the, I'll leave my buddies alone. It's Kirk, <laughs> yeah. it's Kirk Hey guys, meet you at the game later. I by the way Guys Some things have changed since college. Would deeply respect that. Would deeply, deeply respect you cutting your longtime college buddies off at the knees. Like, I'm gonna go hang out with the NFL guy. I would have
2: I would have one buddy that would my buddy Rob he would definitely be like, listen, I get it. You want to get rid of the other two, completely understand. And he's, he would try to tag right along. Why don't we go right now? Yeah, that's what he would say. We'll just say. tell him we're going to go get cigarettes. Sleek, can I- we'll be right back. <laughs> and then wherever we go, he's like, Sleek, can I get you a beer? Can I get you something? You look like you need an appetizer. Let me help you out here. Um... So the one thing I'm so jealous that you guys get to do this. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to so be I, so
1: much. You're going to have so okay, much I, fun. Okay, I
2: ended up doing what you said you should do. Remember, I told you that there's a official San Diego State pre party, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Okay, so I got some details on it yesterday because online I didn't really understand what the heck was going on. So at the stadium, at the stadium where they're going to actually have the game, there's an official SDSU pre party from two okay. p.m. to four p.m. Great. Tickets, it's up there, but food, drinks included, and it's the official SCSU thing. So anyone who's chartering in is going there. A lot of the alumni is going there. Like, it's specific and exclusive to San Diego State, so we'll get that. I'm going to show up there at 145 because I want to take full advantage of my two to four. Yeah. <laughs> get as many drinks and food in as you I can. Little
1: pigs in the blanket and, Everything. and little skewers. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And, then,
2: and then from there... You're already in the parking lot. Yeah. You're going right to the stadium. You got one hour, basically, to get to your seat. You're so my,
3: my question for you is, uh, <clears> are you going to wear your Kawhi Leonard jersey? Are you going to wear, like, big SDSU jacket? Like, what's what's the outfit going to be for the um, semifinals?
2: Well, first off, every place I bought stuff from on Sunday lied to me. Everyone's like, again, everything on Tuesday. Yeah, not same,
3: a same for what happened with me when I bought the UVA stuff. Yeah, it sucks.
2: So I got, like, a Final Four hat, this, that. Um, I think... I, I, I'd like to, you told me this, just get all your stuff down there. Yes. I'd like to get, and I know there's going to be so much merch and gear and all that other stuff. I wouldn't rock a jersey. Just give me the SDSU shirt, give me an SDSU hat, and let me roll in like that. And if I was going to get a jersey... I would want give me an old school Tony Gwynn jersey. For right choice. Who played basketball yep. at San Diego State and was very good.
1: And yep. not just was on the team and kind of sat there and waited for baseball season to start. He was a starter on the basketball team. He was fantastic. Whatever. A pretty decent hitter too. In baseball, he was all right. He got like nine trillion hits. <laughs> um, whatever you want is going to be available for you there. Yep. If you want a hat, there'll be fifty to choose from. You want a sweatshirt? There's fifty to choose from. Now. Pick wisely because half of them will disintegrate in the washing machine the second you throw them in there. Oh, it's yeah, it's but one of those. They're right? cheap. Yeah. They're yeah. cheap. But if you That's get – you, you know, just feel the merchandise. Say, hey, can I put my fingers on that? All the merch I'm going to get <laughs> that I bought
2: on Sunday will arrive at the all-star game for baseball. That's when I'm going to get
1: it. <laughs> And you know what's funny? We get that Final Four hat on July 9th. And this is not an Alan Slewa thing. This is just a human being thing, I think, because I, I certainly did it too. You buy all this cool gear from the thing that your team is in for the first time, and then it very slowly makes its way to the bottom drawer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah, never yeah, comes yeah. out again. Oh, yeah. There's a T-shirt in my bottom drawer that I, I maybe have worn once, maybe never. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I got to get that. That's amazing.
2: There's certain Laker giveaway stuff over the years that I've never worn, but I want to keep them and it just sits in the same drawer and it will always sit there.
3: Have yeah. you guys ever won like one of those, you know when they toss the t-shirts and stuff into the crowd, have you ever gotten one of those things? I have and not. Also, Have I you have also not ever worn one, because I've, I've received like Didn't one of the Didn't you launch
1: that, them into the crowd? I used
3: to, yeah, back in college, but before college I was at like a minor league baseball game and you know they throw up in the air and I got one, but yeah, never never wore it because they always just was give you the wrong size. Was the same size.
1: minor league baseball game where your dad was making a scene?
3: Different game, same team. Uh, go to Richard and a different game. Squirrels.
1: I love that story. That's one of my favorites.
2: There is, we've talked about this, the giveaways. Because this is kind of similar. It's not that different. The material is going to be the same from a giveaway. I'm not kidding when I tell you there's a 1990, probably 6, 7, something like that, Padres beach towel at my mom's house that they still haven't got rid of. Just still sitting there. It's like torn up. It's this, that. Like, it's fine.
1: It's got another 12 years in it. <laughs> Dust the refrigerator right. and wash the car with yeah. it. That's what that's what those things are for. Absolutely. All right. Uh, opening day, MLB tomorrow. Um, the Dodgers open up with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Tomorrow night, Dodger Stadium. Julio Orias will get his first ever opening day start. Uh, they play four against the D-backs. Then they'll have two against the Rocks. And they play four more against the D-backs. Weird mm-hmm. schedule. Who do the pods open with, Sleep? Rockies. They open with the Rocks. Yeah. Okay. It's same thing. Oh, is it really? They play the Rocks eight eight times? What I
2: mean by that is I feel like every time I tune into a Padre game, they're playing the Rockies or the – there's a 74% chance they're playing either the Diamondbacks or the Rockies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every time I tune into a a Dodger game, they're playing the Diamondbacks. I was convinced when I was a kid that the Dodgers only played the Reds. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? We're playing the Reds again? Like, how many times do we have to pitch to Johnny Bench? This is Bull. All right. They, I, with Johnny Johnny Bench has 600 at-bats against the Dodgers this year. This is not good.
2: Ready for the Padres? Four against the Rockies, three against the Diamondbacks. Let's start the season off that way.
1: That's exactly what supposed to be. All right. So we all root for different teams here. Um, all of our teams are supposed to be somewhere between very good Padres, potentially very good Dodgers, Twins had a a little bit of a run last year, Taylor, and Emily's a Dodger fan as well. So I kind of want to go around and just kind of give me where you are heading into this season with your squad. Emily, as a Dodger person, where are you on this?
3: So I feel excited. You
1: don't have to be a Dodger person.
3: I Okay, so I root for the Dodgers. I want the Dodgers to do well. And I grew up as a Nationals fan, but... What is that route root for the Nationals? Nothing, absolutely. So, and you're here now. But I'm
2: here I want now. to at least have like a, I want to at least here. give her a pitch. I mean, can I at least pitch her on something? I've gone
3: to more Dodgers fans, Dodger games. Recently have you been to Petco have. yet? I have been to Petco.
1: Have or have not? I have not. Yeah,
3: I've been around it, but anyway, I, I'm excited for the Dodgers because I'm excited to see how all the pieces work together. I think that they're going to be really good, but I think I want to see more close games, more interesting stuff during the entirety of the season, not just the end. So I think I'm in the in the boat of like. I think that they're going to be a wild card, and I think that they're going to have to scratch and claw through it, and I think that that's going to be a better way to get to the World Series.
1: Taylor, what about you and your twins? They got Carlos Correa back after he tried to sign with every team in baseball other than the Twins. But he, he's, he's the back. number one selling jersey in New York.
2: <laughs> he's number four with the yeah. yeah, I don't so,
4: know how to feel about that. It's kind of like he didn't want to be there, now he does. But I, I don't know. I hope it'll play well for play well for us. My my expectations expectations are always kind of you know low going into any season with the Twins. But, but. They,
1: they should be okay, right? They're not the worst team in their division, are no, they? No,
4: not the worst team, but. You know. They're chasing the Guardians, they're probably the pick. It'll be interesting. They got they picked up uh Pablo Lopez.
1: What if Carlos Correa never gets hurt, Sleeve? What if he plays like the next eight years and nothing ever happens to his ankle and he's like, Yeah, I guess we got that one wrong. Yeah, I almost feel like it's like it was a divorce, but they had the kids, so
2: then they just said, "Hey, let's figure this thing out."
1: They both went and saw lawyers and came back and said, "Yeah, this would be much better for both of us if we just live together and don't get divorced, and you can go meet people and I'll meet people and we'll just go to PTA night together. Other than that, we're go from there. We're we're fine. Okay. What
2: about you? Real quick on the twins, kind of collapsed towards the end of the season, right? Like they were hovering around five hundred. They were in the mix. You had a great
4: start to the season, then everything kind of went downhill. Okay.
2: Um. I think for the Padres, there's excitement, right? There's, like, real, real excitement about the San Diego Padres. You got big-time names. How can you not be excited to go see Juan Soto? How can you not be excited to see Machado? How can you not be excited um, to eventually Tatis will come back? Like, there's you're building off something from last year, and you think the squad's only better than it was a year ago. It is better. At least on
1: a spreadsheet, it is better. So –
2: then there's the other side of it, where there's real expectations. Yeah. And you're not accustomed to those expectations. So I, I think this season, there's feel good about the team, you know the roster, but there's a little bit of cautiousness Are as well. Are
1: you nervous? Are you nervous that it could go bad? Not bad. I think... Um, that, it's a, that all the, the end of the line, like, wait, we won 85 games? You're in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. we won 80, 88 games, and... Thought we were supposed to be the favorites in the National League, and it just never yeah. really clicked.
2: So that that would be very, very disappointing. That would be, but I'm not really fearing that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they got enough, and I think they got good chemistry. So what's the
1: what's the uneasiness? You have real
2: mind? expectations. So if you made the playoffs, and what has happened to the Dodgers, as an example, you go into a, f- a five game set, and you're out in four games, and you were expecting to win, and it's over. Super like that, fun season, right? Like that's baseball. So, that this happens to all these different teams, and the Padres, for the first time in a really long time, actually have expectations. They don't typically have expectations.
1: Well, for the first time in as long as I can remember with the Padres, making the playoffs does not define a successful season. Correct. Making the playoffs is the floor mm-hmm. for this team. That's, that's very new for these guys. The floor is be one of the six best teams in the league. The, the, the expectation is make a run. The 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 ultimate goal would be you win the whole thing you cashed and, in, and, and I don't know if that's ever a realistic goal to say it World Series or bust. I think that's unrealistic for most teams because of the randomness that we talk about all the time. But the Padres, you're, you're right that if they the, the Padres could win a hundred games. That does not feel like a huge stretch. They could win 100 games, and now you're going into the first round of the playoff series, and you're playing the Atlanta Braves, and yep. you get beat. Mm-hmm. You're playing the Phillies, and you get beat. You play the Dodgers, you get beat. You play the Mets, you get beat. It could happen, and they didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. They just got beat in a five-game series in that opening round, and they're home, and it's like, It's uh, over. That's a failure. Mm-hmm. That's a fail. They have not had that. In a, the Dodgers have dealt with that reality for a decade. That, what, what I just described, and that's why for me with the Dodgers, and I want to hear from Dodger fans, Padre fans, and specifically I, I'm curious where Angel fans are on their team because mm. I the predictions for that Angel team are all over the map. You're Some right. people think they're going to be really good. There's a group of people that I respect, that I read regularly, like this is a sub-500 team, that their pitching is not nearly good enough to sustain what they're trying to do, but I want to hear from everybody on their team, Eight seven 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 ten espn the dodgers i think what you what what was what is being placed on the padres for the first time has been taken off of the dodgers for the first time mm. in a long time that 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 thing where it's like Yeah, no. Being good is not good enough. You need to win the whole thing or get damn close to it. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the expectation. The Dodgers are. Well, we didn't sign anybody. We lost this guy. Lost Trey Turner. Justin Turner's gone. Gavin Lux had an injury, and just you know, Tony. Maybe they could be the one
2: that's loose this year. They're
1: the ones that if they get to the playoffs, it's. I I still think that's the floor for the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. But after that, it feels like it's kind of like yeah, let's see what happens. That's new for them. That's why I'm I'm as excited for this season as I've been and as bummed out as I was at the end of last year, right? Super fun season. I'm excited about it because they didn't go and trade for Otani. They didn't go and get Correa. They didn't go and sign all these big guys to think, "Okay, here we go again." It's sure, like, sure. "Let's take a deep breath, recalibrate and see what happens next." That's very different for this team. In, in really 10 years, this, hey, let's just see what
2: happens. You know what's fascinating, and I don't know the last time we had this much attention, but all three SoCal teams, all three of them, there's some very interesting storylines to all three of them. The Angels have probably the most interesting season coming up in the sense that the face of baseball could be leaving at any time. The Padres have expectations and some real players that they haven't had. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're still the best-run organization in baseball, but that pressure that's
1: been on them the last couple of years, you could say it's off a little bit. Angel fans are coming in. They're excited about this. Plus, there's a wrinkle in the Otani thing about where he may go next that might not have to do with money. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: Did you happen to go
5: look
1: into the fridge or anything and see if there were any spare tamales from yesterday? I haven't. I haven't done I it Look yet. in there. Yeah, Taylor, Emily, Taylor, anybody go look? No, to see that's if a good idea though, because usually they bring more than they need, mm-hmm. and then they end up just saying, "Hey, look, we're not going to throw them away. You guys want to put them in your fridge? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for there to be a Tupperware that says Bronstein. <laughs> <and I'm laughs> <gonna> go. <laughs> yeah You're, you don't even want it you just but not only does there have to be a tupperware it says bronstein but he has to be here on the and and actually see you eat his stuff Just see about a ladder working on something and i'm just pulling bronstein, up with you, you owe Slewa sparkling water they, hold on here's the list he still doesn't know the story spanos the clippers bronstein and the sparkling water what's the last one no that one's not fair the rosenthal it's not fair i just like oh, yeah, i that, like bring it up i that just doesn't like does not any fair. sense <laughs> that, that, that that ken rosenthal has been a major league baseball reporter slash writer for i don't know how long 30 years and one of the best in the business is like remember that one that ken rosenthal got wrong two years ago how about that ken it's so weird Just joking, Ken. All right, just joking. You're not. That's why it's funny. But we thought
2: Scherzer was coming.
1: (laughs) If he reported he was going to the Mets, you would have never even noticed. (laughs) No problem at all. No issue at all. All right, let's go to Santa Clarita and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going, guys?
5: Good.
1: Good. Hey, so I wanted to talk about you know the expectations for the Angels. You know.
0: We're going to get rid of Otani, and I really – honestly, I hope we do. We need to trade him because the package we're going to get for him is going to be unreal, unbelievable.
1: But as far as what we did in the offseason, I really think Artie Moreno really turned turned the tide, and our, our GM and him have a good relationship. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that we, we have an
5: opportunity this year to actually make, make, a, make a run at, at making the playoffs.
2: So a couple of things here. Thanks for the call, Chris. There, but how do those two connect? Because there, if you're going to get rid of Otani,
1: well, and you're going to go try to get as much as you can. If we're taking Artie Moreno at his word, mm-hmm. which we should, and he says if the Angels are in it, we're not trading him. He said mm-hmm. that in the interview I believe with that. Tom Verducci. He said if we're in it, we're not trading him. Now, where it gets where you can kind of split that hair is what Define is the definition is of is in it? it right? Mm-hmm. You have to be leading the division by ten games. If you if you're two games behind, are you in it? Are you fi- mm-hmm. like you could you could find a way to wiggle off of that statement if you want to, but the haul that you're going to get for Otani, the best haul you're going to get was a year ago. Mm-hmm. you missed the window on that, so now the haul is is still very good, depending on. But you're you don't have the opportunity to negotiate with the other 29 teams. You're basically dealing with four or five, maybe a few more, based on. Teams that Otani would have interest in staying with. Yeah, because no one's emptying their farm system for two months. Mm-hmm. O- Otani is going to be so remarkably expensive to trade for, right? That you have to know you're going to have them beyond the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, the, the Mets, the Yankees, the Padres, these other teams that could do this. They're not. They're, they're not going to empty everything they have because of what we talked about—the randomness of all of this—you have him for two months and he's gone, and now all my prospects are gone. Now what happens? You'll empty the, the thing of prospects if you know you're going to get him to sign that sure. five hundred million dollar deal. That's part of it. I the, the Angels should be much better. Watching them the last couple of nights, watching him a little bit in spring training, seeing the way Trout swinging the bat and the WBC Otani and everything else. It's going to come down to the same thing. It's come down with these guys for the last ten years. Pitching. Do they pitch or not? Mm-hmm. That's it. Is Tyler Anderson the guy that the Dodgers had? Then that's a great acquisition. Is Patrick Sandoval continue to develop the way that he looked like, then he could be a very quality major league. But he's never pitched. I think it's more than 150 innings in a season. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to pitch more than that. Is Reed Detmer ready to go? Like there, there's a lot of questions, and they all land on the Angel pitching staff. That, that's why that is so weird. As far as the other thing you mentioned, the relationship between Artie and Perry Manassian, who's the general manager of the Angels. I think Manazian's pretty good at what he does. Mm. He's made some pretty calculated decisions on who to get and more importantly, who not to get. Mm. In other words, I'm not going to go give another $40 million a year to Trey Turner. I've got three guys like that. We lose every game or every season. He's like, why don't we go get three B-plus players instead of one A-plus we got a lot guy. more
2: holes to fill.
1: That's fine. I think he's good at his job. I think his vision is really good. Artie Moreno is an impulsive person. Mm -hmm. As evidenced by the players that they've signed, as evidenced by the I'm selling the team, no I'm not, as evidenced by whatever's coming next, he goes through those guys pretty well. Now, Manazian's been able to kind of talk him off the ledge on some of these things, but I I wouldn't be surprised if that relationship went sour like that because that's typically what happens there.
2: So I'm just going to go with history. All right, I, I would like to see the Angels play good baseball. I really would. I think it would be exciting for baseball. The fact that they're a Southern California team, I got, I got no ties to the. Wait, I, and I'll ask this, you know, I think most Dodger fans, I don't think Dodger fans are looking at the Angels and saying, "Hey, I hate the Angels." Usually, it's the team in the NL. Usually, it's the San Francisco Giants. Hey, are the Padres a threat? I Padres hate the Padres. The Padres so th- that's all fair. And the Braves and the Yankees. <laughs> there you go. That, that's and the they worry about and the Astros. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. So I, I think the. I don't think anybody's against the Angels having a successful season. But what happened in the offseason where Audie Moreno's about to sell the team, and then he decides that he's not going to sell the team, I have a difficult time thinking that I have X amount of years with this owner, and I see what the results are for that team every single year. I have a difficult time being sold that that's going to be different. It's fair. Because Otani, this is not his first year with the Angels. You know
1: who's not sold is Otani. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right.
2: So I I only give like I I like giving credit both ways. I know the Dodgers are a well run organization. It's easy for me. You know what would what would sound crazy coming out of my mouth is saying, yeah, I got no faith in the Dodgers. Well, what makes you not have any faith right. in the Dodgers? They're every single year they're showing you that they're going to compete, that they're well run, that they know what they're doing.
1: They've earned the benefit of the doubt. The Angels haven't. So I feel like I sound crazy yeah.
2: if I say something positive about the Angels. So, fans could get excited when it's 0-0, zero, zero, when you haven't played a game yet. I Got get all that. My, my question is, where are they going to be in 80 games?
1: And I'm just going to go based off history. Oh, I want to take some more of these angel calls here in a second, but I want to want to stick with Otani for a second. The Forbes came out with a list of the highest paid baseball players in, in the league, and Otani's at the top. <laughs> Cronenworth was two, right behind <laughs> Otani. Um... Otani made sixty five million dollars last year. He made thirty from the Angels. He made thirty five million off the field. Hmm. Okay. Sixty five million dollars. The majority of that endorsement money comes from Japan. Right? The the most the, the most uh, Mike Trout was second or third. Judge was second or third. I forget. They're they're in opposite orders. Um, and they both make what they make from the Yankees and the Angels, and they both make about five million off the field in a course okay. Which, you know, five million dollars is five million. Well, Tani makes thirty-five million dollars off the field. Okay. He's the only guy in baseball that's probably selling product in Japan and it's a country that is baseball crazy, that's Otani crazy, so it's a perfect fit. They're get, he's getting messy type money. He's, get, he, he's making $65 he's million getting, dollars a year. LeBron. Uh, Ronaldo money. He, he, he's getting that he's kind of money. He's one of those guys. Yep. So here's, here's what I was thinking. If I know I'm going to make another, call it 35 or $40 million as, as a side hustle endorsements, we were talking about the whatever the money may be for Otani and the Sidler or the Cohen coming in and saying, All right, the Dodgers are offering 55, we'll yeah. give you 71. And just basically say that becomes less impactful when I'm already making another 35 mm-hmm. off the field, right? Like the Dodgers 35 with my or 55 with my 35 is 90. You're you you're offering to get me to 100. There really is no difference at some point. I'm never getting to that money. That the team. The location, the opportunity to win becomes more, uh, becomes a larger part of the equation because of what he makes off the field. If you're Mike Trout, you're not you're going to make what you make off the field. You're going to make an extra four or five. So somebody's going to break the bank this way. Aaron Judge, he's going to make four or five off the field. The Yankees break the bank. I have to go there. I have to chase the money in the contract. Otani doesn't. He's got nearly as much coming in off the field as he does on it. And I think it kind of would push him towards more of a baseball-oriented decision as opposed to a financial decision. Well, I think on top of that, you know, this is where a market like San
2: Diego can get hurt in a situation like this. I'll give you the example. I guarantee you part of the pitches from the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Yankees are going to be, do you know what kind of endorsements you also get on top of whatever you're getting when you're in one of these major markets? Yeah,
1: but- and representing a brand like this, so I, I think. Would, but wouldn't the judge and the Trout thing kind of work against that? That the tr- judge is in New York City, he's mm-hmm. wearing the Yankee brand, and he's only making five million off the field. So the only the only example, the
2: reason why he's making the money that he's making, like you said, is because of where, where he's, he's from, from
1: and what the, and how popular the sport is in Japan.
2: Yes. What you'll also see, and I don't think this is uncommon. I'm not sure how it works with the Angels, but you'll also see. An influx of partners that come in that are Japanese brands. That are. Angel,
1: those rotating boards behind home
2: plate? Yes. Half of them are in Japanese. (laughs) Which makes all the sense (laughs) in the world. So, like, right out the gate, this is probably not the best example, but I'll give you a Laker example real quick. Did you know what BB Go was before? No. They were a partner. But now I buy the dumplings. They're fantastic. And we got them at media day. We got the cooler <laughs> thing, right? But that's a, I want to say it's a South Korea company. Okay. okay. Um, Wish, remember it was the Wish patch? These are global brands that said it, the Lakers didn't have to go after a local brand. The Dodgers don't have to go after a local brand. What's so unique about Otani, he's not a local player he's a global brand and that's where you that's where we start mentioning the messies the bronze kobe at the time what his relationship was with his shoes in china and everything else i think being also in that big market it kind of adds an element where I know what you're saying, that the money not, might not need to matter because he's making so much off endorsements.
1: If you're also in that big market, you'll make up any ground that you so lose. So San Diego and the B team in both New York and Los Angeles is offering more. It's like, eh, I'll just I'll go to the Yankees or the Dodgers and I'll make that money back somewhere else. I, I, it's, I think, a, it's a tough I, putt to I overcome. Think,
2: I think you're right about what you said foundationally. The money... I don't know. It's going to have, of course, it's going to have an impact, but I think when, not the only when the dollars and cents get balanced out, you could kind of make any type of money in these bigger markets. let try a quick
1: phone call here. Let's go down to Newport and Brandon. Brandon, you're on with Travis Slee.
5: Uh, what's up, guys? Just got to say, um, so nice meeting, meeting you guys at the pickleball tournament. You guys are both super cool. Um, Me more than Slee, though, right?
1: What's up? Me more than Slee, though, right? I agree. And, uh, I it's agree. A 50-50
5: split. I'm Thank attitude. you, bro. You guys both really chill. So, I, I, I'm a big fan of the show. Um, but, yeah, as far as the Angels, I'm with you, Trav. I think the, the people we added this year, Renfro, Drury, I know I talked to Slee about that because he was a Padre, but, you know, we went for more depth or Shella, where it's like we got Walsher right now. It's like mm-hmm. we actually have some core guys, and then people don't really talk. Our pitching wasn't that bad at the end of the season last year. I mean, I know – it's hit or miss. You can't really judge a blow pen, or, I mean, bullpen, sorry. Um, <laughs> as we call them in the Angels, they always blow it. So, you know, you, you can't really tell, but I'm optimistic. I hope Shohei stays, but it probably won't happen. But, you know, fingers crossed.
1: Appreciate the phone call, Brandon. Thanks. Uh, I, I think, oh, Angel fans, you need to come to terms with the fact that it's almost a certainty he's leaving. It's it, they know. could
2: come to terms with it. I think what they're also open for can we be we can in the run? mix here? Just yeah. get
1: one playoff run with them. That that may be the best Amazing. case scenario. Yeah, the Angels can't do that, Al. They I can't. know. not you cannot let him walk for nothing. That would oh, be they, a they catastrophe. Will, they will,
2: I think they will let that happen if they're in the playoffs. If they make, you know, okay. Actually, here's the worst case of what? all. So, let's say You're they're in the, in the <laughs> run. That, and then in the final month of the season, you miss the postseason
1: by two games. That's the worst case scenario. <laughs> you can't Look, get let, let's, say mm-hmm. let's say they win hundred games. Say they run away with the AOS. They go into the playoffs and bang, they get clipped. And it's like, yeah, what did we get here? What what, what 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 did we not only what did we get? What did we potentially lose? Well, you're not getting anything, right? It, yeah. It's I, I know that this. Well, we we're not going to trade him if he's in it. Let's check back somewhere in the middle of July and see if that's actually true. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.
5: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
3: Hey guys, two things before we start. One, I'm still waiting on bated breath to find out what happened to Chris because he came in, limped in, and limped out. So we don't know what really happened there. And I looked
1: for him. I, I is he gone? I don't know.
6: Should I tell to... you, or should we wait to hear do you, you know? his story? I yes. Is I know he going to
1: come back before one twelve? I have no idea. So <laughs> so let's maybe, just hear it. Let's, let's want... do it at
3: eleven forty five. Yeah, it's eleven forty five. No. And then also, too, the Patriots apparently will not pursue Lamar Jackson. So, if you're putting up your your big board about where who will not pursue that Lamar makes Jackson, thirty one teams that yeah. seem
2: uninterested. People I did not make I did not make a big board for Lamar Jackson.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I
2: have
6: Alan. not done that yet. You have it in your room, don't you? You have a big board of Lamar Jackson, all the teams. You have X's and check marks. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. All right. So it was announced yesterday that um, so there's a movie. Uh, from Pixar coming out this uh, summer called Elemental, and it was announced yesterday that they would have a short before the um, movie. You know how sometimes Pixar would do that about I Mr. Fredricksen. All of them, yeah, they, yeah. Before mm-hmm.
1: every Pixar, there's a little short. Yeah.
3: So, um, do you guys know who Mr. Fredrickson is? He's of course. from Up. Of course. So, um, for those who don't know, who haven't seen Up or don't remember, there's a whole big montage scene that's very sad about him um, and his wife.
1: How they fell in love and her death, ultimately.
3: And so, uh, spoiler, Spoiler. I'm just kidding. It's (laughs) 20 years old. Get over it, people. (laughs) But uh, they have a short about Mr. Fredrickson going on a date after his wife passed. So, it's obviously going to be very emotional, probably, and puts you right back in that place. So, you remember the last time a movie made you cry. Uh, Trav, Factor Cap?
1: Uh, the, the answer is cap i don't remember the last time it made me cry but they have made me cry and and what the scene you're talking about at the beginning of up is right up there that if that look the older you get i think the more emotional you become and the more comfortable you become being emotional mm-hmm. right that you're just more com at&t commercials make me cry sometimes like I, i'm just there are things that just hit that right spot yeah. it's almost always about dads and their kids because it cuts both ways, right? I am both a son and a dad and you just you get those feels. If you're a husband or you've been in a long-term relationship when you see the, the partner being sick like Ms. Mrs. Fredrickson was, yeah. it's just so gut-wrenching. It hits you right in those feel spots. So, I don't remember the last time, but that was definitely one that made me feel what? like you're just going to lose it. What right.
2: specific AT&T commercial was it? <laughs>
1: the Lily one. The Lily one.
3: <laughs> the one with a LeBron
2: lot of James. Those.
1: All right, Burke. There should be a lot of those <laughs>
6: uh, fact because it's never happened. So it's not. It's easy for me to remember that it never happened. I I can separate artists from art for a lot of things, and for some reason, movies, TV shows, commercials, they just don't hit me like that. I get made fun of a lot for it, but it just has never happened. How about and then. An-
4: Verizon commercial.
6: <laughs> Verizon commercial gets close. There's a one solidary tier.
4: You get made fun of, like haha, you don't cry.
6: Well no, it's kind of. Like Mason's like, What's wrong with you? How could you not cry in things? Like how does that a lot of those things do happen. And then you, you start made fun of is the right you way to start it. <laughs>
1: right. it will it, happen. I was like <laughs> you, point, I was like you for <clears throat> a long a time. It, no, I know it's not. Yeah. It's just like you you don't make the connection, and then all of a sudden, it one's going to land. You are like, yeah, I can't watch that. It's going to be something with a kid. Of course, it is, and that's what's going to do. And it. it's going to be the kid is going to be female because you have a daughter, and it's going to gut you, and yep. you are not going to know what's happening. Yep. <laughs> Why are these
3: tears it, coming from my face? It
1: is like it is one of those what What's going on?
3: <laughs> yeah. Al,
1: it's going to
2: happen. All right, cap for me, but it's not that. I just can't remember the movie, but definitely if something kind of hits you. For me, it's more like documentaries when you know it's real and you know you're watching something that, uh, I mean, heck, even this last one, Trav, we've been talking about it, the MH370. There's moments in that thing where I'm like, you know, you're seeing the family reaction. Yeah, also. I, I don't know what the heck to do, right? So it's not that, um, its I can't remember a specific movie, but it happens, but it has to happen more for me because I know it's something that's real or something along those lines, more than a documentary.
3: Taylor?
4: Fact, yeah, I think Nomadland was the last one that made me cry. Was, it's
3: it's it, it gets yeah. Which
1: yeah. one is that? that in a couple right. years,
3: it's uh Frances McDormand and uh, from Chloe Show It won Best Picture two years ago, but it's about um, a woman who lives in a van and uh, works for Amazon, but like, has kind of like a van, like nomadic life, and mm. pops around. But there's a there's one scene with an older woman. I'm, I'm assuming that's the one that made you cry. I mean, that's one that made me cry. But
2: do sporting uh, events count?
3: No, I said, I said movie. Lakers
2: and Bulls on Sunday. <laughs> Shed a couple of tears.
3: All right, so a Minnesota man tried to get out of a uh, speeding ticket by using a get-out-of-jail-free card from Monopoly game. He showed it to the policeman and said, hey, get-out-of-jail-free card, and it was kind of like, ha, 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 laughed it off. So if you were in the same situation and you had your get-out-of-jail-free card, you would use it to see if it would work. Berg, fact your cap?
6: Yeah, fact. I mean- why not give it a shot? It's probably not going to work, but the cop might laugh at you and say, like, all right, that was kind of funny. I'll let you go. So there's that possibility is there. Probably not going to happen, but because it's possible, then yes. Fact. Al? Cap, for the exact other reason, I think I'd piss him off. I think he would look at it. It's the other You're going risk. To jail.
2: It's the mm-hmm. other risk of him saying, really? I mean, I don't have time for this, okay? <laughs> I actually have a real job where I'm trying to do real things. Cap, for me, <laughs> not using it. But I'll use the money.
3: Trev.
1: It depends on why you've been stopped. Sure. If you're going 78 miles an hour in the freeway, give it a shot. Right? So so's everybody else. You right. just were the unlucky one that they tagged that day and you do that license and registration. You go and go, "Oh, I got can I can I use this right now?" That's pretty funny. You know, he might have go hilarious now license and registration. You're going to get the ticket anyway. He's like he can't write you a double ticket. <laughs> right? Because right? it's just a stupid joke. So yeah. Now, if you get pulled over for, you know, Running a, off, chase. a school bus off the road—that's <laughs> hey, hey, probably hey. not the point to do that. <laughs> if you're in the middle of a car chase and you're
6: blasting out the go window like to, that one guy, get
1: to the mall, Berg. I'm <laughs> telling you, totally agree. Get to the mall, get in that big parking get lot, in the parking lot. Run into the mall, gone forever. Yep. Taylor, get away from those helicopters.
4: Cap, I think the chances of a cop actually saying, "Oh, that's hilarious," yeah, you, you know, go on your way, are pretty slim. So I agree. Just stay out of it.
6: But the chances—what's the there, downside? Right. Who cares?
2: He's going to think you're trying to be a smart ass or something like that. So what? Well, you guys do it then.
4: We're not doing it. You're not going to jail for a 78 mile per hour that, speeding ticket. But
1: that's what I mean. But it's it's funny. Like, he's not going to so, okay, that's it. Get in the back of the car. <laughs> he's not right. going to drive you to jail. He's going to be like, yeah, hilarious. I
3: mean, maybe if, that, if that's umpire from the uh, the Phillies game yeah, with Rio he Muto. You know? He's
1: taking you to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that guy was nuts. He should get fired for that. He I, should. I, I, <laughs> hand to God, that guy should lose his job for that, or at the very least say, Listen, I completely overreacted. That is on me. That will never happen again. That was a terrible look. Or you get fired. Those are your two What options happened to now.
2: that ump you said in college where he called the last two strikes was just just he terrible.
1: didn't care. They were like way outside. No, but but did he get demoted? Didn't they, he say uh, Swack fired him? They're that's like, what it was. You don't get to umpire yeah. games here. He just wanted. He just wanted to end the game. I, I, I don't think he cared. He was getting fired at <laughs> no, that point. No. Yeah, you're probably right. Major league umpires make a ton of money. Yeah, it's a, a union too. Good job.
6: That's mm. why Angel Hernandez is still around.
1: Last Diaz too. Oh, we can list them all. We can't <laughs> hate all their guts. At least one Cowboy <laughs> Joe West is gone. Thankfully,
6: finally,
3: thank goodness. <laughs> all right. So, um, a lot of college uh, universities will have a live mascot. So instead of just having uh, someone dress up like a Husky like they'll have uh, a live Husky so UConn is one of those schools they have a live Husky named Jonathan Jonathan the Husky so Jonathan the Husky though is having trouble getting to the final four he sent out a series of tweets saying that uh, <laughs> he's. they say that when they tell you you're too big to fit on the plane and said so look like I'm not going we're unable to secure a plane ride for me and my two handlers I'll be cheering for them from the home turf so essentially Jonathan's having a hard time getting to the final four in Houston so this is a bad over. For UConn, Alan, fa- uh, factor cap.
2: Cap, I'll tell you why. Um, first off, that does kind of suck that they can't have uh, they can't have him there. Poor it's, little Jonathan. It's cap because it doesn't matter. Um, UConn's okay. really freaking good, <laughs> and. I wouldn't play because I'm kind of like this too, where I'm superstitious on some stuff. But that thing I don't think is that big of a deal. I'm not paying any
1: attention to it. UConn stacked, they're really good. So for that reason alone, I say cap. Trev? I just can't fathom why they can't get that animal on a plane. Every plane I go to, everybody's got an animal in their We'll take him to your restaurant. Like, like,
3: we, we, He's too big we, to we, fit underneath I, the seat. That's why he can't go. I, I, th- this, this, this
1: doesn't make any sense to me. Right? Just get Isn't him. it a charter flight, too? Don't Is they like... have a million uh, UConn alums that have deep pockets and mm-hmm. played in the NBA? Somebody get together have Ray Allen charter a, a dog plane <laughs> and fly it down to Houston. Yeah, it's, I don't think it makes a huge difference, but every... People's yeah, it dogs make, go um, everywhere. They're in restaurants. They're in planes. They're walking through the mall. It's like, what, why are we drawing the line at Jonathan? This seems unfair. <laughs> All right,
6: Berg. So it is, Captain. By the way, you just sent me a picture of Jonathan. That is a one cute pup. That is such a cute little dog. Yeah, it's But either way, I, when I went to Hawaii, I took two dogs that were big dogs and had them fly to Hawaii and back. You can still take them and put them underneath. They can put him underneath the plane I mean, with the uh, luggage. Yet if it's, it's the a- Texas Longhorn, you know, like it's Bebo. Yeah, right, yeah, it's a be- dog. Bevo like, has needs I, I to be I driven. It's, not, to his it's location. not great for dogs to do that. They actually they have a lot of anxiety about the whole thing. But either way, like, why is there not somebody in Yukon right now in Connecticut being like, all right, let's just get into a car and we'll drive down to Houston right now? It's is- Wednesday. You can make it there by Saturday. That is a pretty cute dog. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> isn't it such a cute that dog? Is pretty oh, cute look at dog. that face. You see it? Yeah. Look at that face. That's that's hard not. Yeah, that's a good free Jonathan. <laughs> right,
4: <laughs> Cap. Why can't they just find a foster in in Houston that looks exactly like him? You know. Well, then not that's, not so
0: that's not Jonathan. The
1: They're, They're so not
4: going to know so the difference. That's
1: identity theft, Taylor. <laughs> How they dare don't, you, they'd, Taylor? They'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd arrest <laughs> here, the fake Jonathan for trying to use his ID and
6: get a. <laughs> that's in there. a bad omen, by the way. <laughs> Bringing in a to fake Jonathan. Yeah, a fake Jonathan. That's a bad omen. Well,
2: then they lose by nine against Miami. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sleaze going to the final four, Berg. I know. I'm so excited for him. I so I saw. By the way, just I saw because we talked about the story with morales i saw him hobbling again oh he's back he went this was was walking
1: better like two minutes ago he was walking that way all right i'm gonna need to know exactly what took him out that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn
0: now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play
1: All right, so I don't know what an hour and a half or so ago, Al, where you and I were in the middle talking about the Lakers or whatever it was, and Chris comes in to say something to Emily, and he's like badly hobbling, like not yeah. ba- b- practically on his hands and knees, trying to make his way in into the studio. And I, I said to you, Chris, I'm like, hey, what what's going on? What happened? And you waved me off. You're like, no, no, no. I Had to go back now. to a meeting. Okay. Hobble back in. Bitcoin. He saw
2: he saw two doctors, and both of them required said you should
1: go to the they Chris of Doctors. Yes,
7: you should go. Find what's that. going on over there, man? So here's it was a rainy morning, right? I woke up a little we late. We
1: could use we <laughs> it. <I beat> <laughs> to
7: it. I ended up having a long night with Beto Duran last night at the Del Rey, in Pico Rivera. It was okay. supposed to just be we were going to stop for a glass of wine and a Caesar salad. Then he invited a bunch of amazing people that showed up. So it ended up being long because he had to take me back to the train station because Cappy flaked on me for a secret dinner to stab Sedano in the back. Okay. That's what oh. happened yesterday oh. afternoon. Mm. Okay. Meanwhile, so I woke up a little late so later. Write that
1: down. I have follow-up questions on that.
7: I hear the rain coming down. On the roof, and I realized I left my umbrella here. So I'm like, "Well, today's not a day for Chris to do his hair because, as we know, it takes a lot." Sure. Of, I mean, people see it on YouTube. It's high, it's mm-hmm. full, mm-hmm. it's sprayed down. Any water hits that, it's going down. So I go, "Okay, today's casual, Chris. We're doing sales like summits yeah. in the other room. It's, it's Wednesday. Fun. It's our hat. Where am I? Like, fine. I'm wearing golf gear.
3: Well, it looks like a Kendall Royal t- Roy type hat because there's no lake. This, this is from our friends
7: in Municipal. Yeah, I could. Mm. You can make it out if you look close. So, but I like the Kendall Roy reference. So then I go, well, I'm going to wear my sneaks. And the sneakers are those sneakers I bought for the pickleball tournament. Brand Cut. new white Nikes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But remember, the pickleball tournament, I spent all day on a court. So they didn't really get any traction. Well, when you mix new sneakers mm. with a ramp at the MetroLink station in Anaheim, shouts out to the, our friends over at MetroLink, and that water hits it just perfect, a big boy went flying in the air this morning. Is that right? Came right down on it. On, did you land on your butt or on your knees? I landed on my knees. Ooh. Did it go like sideways or like underneath? You? Everybody keeps asking me that. We're gonna have yeah. to get the videotape, Cause I don't know. I do know that I was like I was more embarrassed, like, oh, who saw that? Did you that?
1: pop right back up? Take a second. It took take me a second. 10
7: seconds to kind of get myself up. And the minute I got up, I was like, ooh, that's smarts. And I was really checking to make sure like I'm not bleeding through tan pants. And it, it seemed fine. So I kind of hobbled my way over and I didn't really think about it. I figured, okay, it was just whatever. I then get I sit down in the train and I'm working for 45, mm-hmm. 50 minutes. I go to get up when the train arrives, and it was a shooting pain, mm. and I, it took me five minutes to like get off the train, and people are like, are you okay? I was like, ah, I'm fine. So then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to take the subway to the office. I'm just going to get in an Uber. It's raining. Walk it off. Walk from you. I I hobbled. Forget the the
2: freaking subway.
7: I hop. Well, I thought like, do I just go back home and like end it? But I realized people need me today. (laughs) (laughs) So I get into an Uber. I, I get an Uber Black so that I thought that would be better. So I can get in an SUV and then slide right out. Bad logic. Cause you got to step, step up. So yeah. when I get here, they're pulling out. Rain's coming down. I'm like, sir, can you just give me a minute? He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm I pain just to get out of the car. We are getting better now. He's like, I, I got take- another ride. Hurry. Is it swollen? I think it's a little swollen. Yeah. Tommy, like, uh, shouts out to you, Tommy. He's uh, in the back. We're doing a lot of meetings today. And he, luckily, I think I've taken 17 regular Advil that's been I, in his desk. i got some knockoffs no, no, no. if you no, want. No, no. It's been in his desk for five years. <laughs> Marcellus gave them to him like <laughs> five years ago. We're, we're getting a lot of ice. It's not easy to find ice around here when you need it. Shocking, right? There's one Ziploc bag from like 20 years ago. We're making it do. The great Joseph from our funny Games department went to Target. Look at this knee brace he got me. Okay. This is like okay. the Mercedes Benz of knee braces. He got at me a Target. jar of Advil. We're going to make it through. I won't let this take me down. And I know what you're thinking. I, yeah. Oh, Chris, you got to go see Dr. Clapper right now. Maybe in 10 years when I can't walk, he'll clean all this up. My finger, they kept me out of pickleball. But this hurts, guys. This is not... I realized okay, I should that, stop making fun of LeBron for his injuries. <laughs> karma's a bitch.
2: That was... But a, I'm always in street clothes. It's so no, you know.
7: uh,
2: a
1: real limp. That wasn't like he was just. It's a, it's a real.
0: It was a gangster. Limp.
1: Look, I, I don't want to start to peel this onion on the air right now, but w- w- your reluctance of seeing an orthopedist with because you have a knee injury is what?
7: Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Most likely, it's a sprain, and we know what they're going to say. They're going to scan it. they this. They're going to go. You know, you're fat. Okay, I got it. Your <laughs> blood pressure is a little high. Yeah, I know. So there's all that, but also, if it's worse. We'll know that in a few days, if it's worse, if it doesn't get any better. If I don't show up to golf every weekend at Black Gold with Tommy, he will cut me out. I'll never see that course again if I miss two weeks in a row. <laughs> mm. That's why we played through the finger. He will slice and dice me. He's an assassin. Mm-hmm. Okay? i so got to fight through. So there's
2: picture, a big picture here.
7: Right. If okay. I'm not useful for golf and for bits... How useful are you going to be on one leg? Well, we're going to see how tomorrow goes. <laughs>
1: You ever, you ever, L.A. live. We'll Dr. Chris, there. I said it, I feel I can unburden myself. Here's how I, I've, I've given you good advice, now
7: it's up to you. Here's how I think this can go. I get through it, and then when I'm around 48, which is 10 years from now, shocking for I know a lot of people, uh, nine years, <laughs> Clapper, if he's still kicking and still doing surgery, we'll just clean it all up. He'll go in there. Art is a medicine, what does he say? Uh, cut once? Oh, times. measure twice, cut once. We're yeah. going to measure four times, and hopefully not have to cut at all, but you never know.
2: I don't know if you've had this, but bro, wearing dress shoes. Yeah. So going to a Laker game, something like that. La Live, that whole place you're just waiting to slip. So that's what when, in- when it's just a little bit wet, or there's a lot of times where you're at, you know, the, the at crypto. Yeah, somebody spills a little beer. They're walking like that. You know how many times I've had one of those? I didn't fall. You catch yourself. Oh my
7: gosh! And, and, that and in those in shoes, course. it's awful. That happened to me in New York once. I went flying in the air. It was very embarrassing. But here's the problem. This mm-hmm. is my lesson. I was telling our boss, the great Amanda Brown, earlier. This is what I get for dressing casual. <laughs> Had I gotten up on time, mm-hmm. steamed my jacket, gotten ready, I would be wearing boots today, and this wouldn't have happened. Instead, I'm wearing sneaks. Like, oh, I'm 25. I'm cool. And I went flying in the air. Okay, when you were on the
2: ground and you said you wanted to know, well, you know what went through my, were, my mind? People were looking. You know what went through my mind? What?
7: It okay. is a final. That's what I thought <laughs> when I hit the ground.
2: When you're on the ground, you said you were worried about, it was like embarrassing, right? Like you
7: don't want to be the, no,
2: I'm the with large you. guy
7: that just I'm with
1: you. slipped. Your first I'm with instinct you. is to get
7: up and say, I'm fine, and hope nobody yep. saw it. Did no, people come and instinct.
2: say, hey, are you okay, and try to help you no, out? No,
7: but I don't think there were people moving next to me. I don't know. because was pouring rain at this nobody point, and I had no Nobody hey, asked, are you okay? No. They said, hey, did you see? i the world coming to? Oh, uh, you stepped on my bed. I said, hey, did you see? <laughs> By the way, you know Somebody what's coming?
2: Somebody just steps on his hand while he's down there, just walking wherever they're going. It's good
7: you guys wanted to talk about my knee, because yesterday, of course, we had the tamale visit. Mm-hmm. But today, March 29th, is Day of Giving, and our friends at Jersey Mike's are going to deliver some food this afternoon. When, I don't know if you're go. on the order, Trav, but uh, they're bringing 115. Food. And 100% of, their sales bringing today, at, 100% of their sales today at Jersey Mike's go to Cancer for College. Mm. Jersey Mike's is committed to giving back to the communities we serve. And by the way, you know those Jersey Mike sandwiches are the best, especially when you go Mike's way. Okay? Oh, yeah. You get the, the oil in the, the video. That's yeah, perfect. Bam! So good. I'm getting the sub in the tub today. The 13. You ever do the sub in the tub, uh, Leslie?
2: If I'm correct on this, it's just basically salad.
7: No, it's not just basically salad. They roll up the meats real nice. Mm. They put it in the lettuce, so you have to use a knife and fork. It's very proper. It feels good. Okay, I,
2: I have not got that. I just get the what do you? I what's sandwich. your sandwich over there, at Jersey Mike's? Uh, exactly what you just the said. 13, give me the, the Italian. G- give me the Jersey Jersey Mike's way, whatever it the is. Ori- just, the
7: original Italian, not to be confused with the spicy Italian. The That's
2: original
1: Italian mm-hmm. Mike's way is the way to do it. Yeah, and They're, I had one on Sunday.
7: Really? A yeah. 13? Yes. You go giant or uh, or jumbo the, or large? The medium one. Not the little one, not the
1: huge one, the one in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The
7: huge one is really... If that's you're... four sandwiches. Yeah, that's, <laughs> It's
1: that's... the
3: Goldilocks of sandwiches. That's that perfect Goldilocks for two people. people. You can share it. Yeah. Emily,
7: I... I'm, I'm interested to know what's your order at Jersey Mike's.
3: Uh, I I think I go to the Italian a lot of times uh, and 13. then I've, I've gone to like if I'm I've gone to the turkey one sometimes too I can't remember they're what the nice number they make is. a nice
7: turkey in provolone
3: yeah but I typically go to the Italian
7: their warm sandwiches are beautiful their cheesesteaks great uh their pastrami's great Taylor you do a lot of Jersey mics
4: do the chicken bacon
7: oh beautiful yeah. Ooh, that's
2: a good one. hot sub. oh yeah that's a good one do you ever do you ever feel like hey I'm good I'm not that hungry and then when you know food's coming right now I'm like I'm starving I haven't I, eaten in seven hours I
1: dare you to see somebody make a sandwich in front of you and not want yeah like also, you, know, sometimes you go in to there to get the kids and get the something, you're like, "I'm not going to get it." Eh, you know what? Throw a throw a giant throw thirteen on there for me too. Chris, should I
3: do my uh, jersey accent for them? Like, yeah. hey, yeah. can I get 100%. some upper That's jersey? That's actually the requirement. Yeah, with some Jersey like
7: Mike. I love M's
0: jersey. <laughs> <laughs> accent. It's pretty great. So during great.
7: March, 240 Jersey Mike sub restaurants in the Greater LA area are celebrating their 13th annual month of give- giving. Excuse me, their month of giving benefiting Cancer for College. I stumbled because the knee is hurting. So I'm t- gonna put on this brace, and I think everything's gonna get better. Put the
1: brace on, get some ice on it, and go see somebody that has been trained to treat orthopedic. So into. lay down on your back. I want so to he's gonna take a gonna look. Take a look. Yeah. He knows <laughs> stuff. He covers the
7: Lakers. Burke <laughs> tore his ACL in college or something. He was telling uh-huh. me. So he was like, "Well, I'll jiggle it around. It seems fine."
1: I don't. I just maybe somebody that went to medical school seems like a good idea. Maybe somebody that is an orthopedist who you? specializes <laughs> specializes in knees. This seems like something that should be looked at.
7: I am the bee's knees, after all. All right, <laughs> that's a guys. good cocktail, by the way. I got to go back to uh, more meetings. Hi,
1: right, buddy. Do you I'll like be a
7: bee's knees, Lee? Do you like that drink?
1: Um, what's in it? Gin, uh, usually honey syrup and a little lemon juice. It's terrific. Okay. I'm in. Yeah, That sounds good. Maybe it's, Saturday when I land at 4.15 in Houston. <laughs> they, I think if you go into a Houston bar and order a bee's knees, they're going to ask you to leave, but, but you, can give, you can give it a shot. We can see what sounds happens.
3: Sounds like it's in the 40s. Like, hey, can I get a bee's knees it's, here?
1: Emma, I think you'd like it. Or I probably do, would. Do you, do you like gin? Yeah. Yeah, you'd like that. It's it's good. It's not too sweet. but, it's, but No, you don't like citrus. You wouldn't like it. Right? Am I, am I remembering correctly? Or is oh, it just I'll oranges? Try it. I'll try it. Is oh. it all citrus or just oranges you won't eat?
3: It's, it's, it's most all citrus. citrus but it's yeah. the entire Dude, citrus it. family.
1: Skip, skip it. Including pomelos. <laughs> That's my favorite. Big pomelo fan over here, Travis's. LeBron is questionable for tonight, but does he smell fear? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.